This is where it gets serious. <laughs> Absolute pleasure to have you on Prosperity Point, mate. What's up? Thank, what's up? Thank you so much for making the time to come out and see us. Uh, taking time out of your busy schedule as, a, as obviously a business owner as well is quite tricky. But um, And it was great catching up with you over the weekend yeah. as well for a quick brunch. That was good food, wasn't it? It was actually nice. I think it's one of your popular spots. Yeah, it is. Yeah. It was a, it was a halfway point to, to meet up, so why not? That's just because you're, you're so nice with, with time and allowing us to, and I like to, to meet halfway. That's what I want to talk about first, actually. So, talking about driving, what's your favorite car of all time? I really like the prancing horse. Mm -hmm. So, any Ferrari. But then I, lo I love. I'm, I'm a car lover, so yep. I like any any car that's nice. Any car that's nice. Cool. It, 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 it depends. Yeah, like even from the the old school Torinos, the '86 mm -hmm. Torinos to. The Porsches, Ferraris, Lambos. You, you know a Porsche that's caught my eye recently that's that's doing the rounds is the 911 Turbo S. That's been uh, ripping almost everything from a 0 to 100 standpoint. And it's become the talk of the town now, I think, with all of the guys that I know that love cars. Because it's something that usually always flies under the radar, but Porsches are popular for that, right? Uh -huh. uh, but what I've noticed is this specific model, the 911 Turbo S, the new one, it beats everything under the sun. It beats the Lambos, it beats the Ferraris, it beats the Teslas. So the 992 911 Turbo S. Yes. That's, that's, that's a funny thing you might say, because mm. as I was coming here, mm. I drove past the Porsche dealer. And you smashed him. Oh. Yeah, I smashed him. I was like, I go, they got nothing on me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> or, or, now, I'm more mesmerized by, by what Porsche has done. Yeah. Um, it's one of the, who knows, I might buy one. Yeah. No, yeah, it's a dream. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's it can come true. No, no, of course. At, speaking of mesmerized, the whole reason we wanted to have you on here, and thanks once again for being here, is because your story is inspirational on so many different fronts. You know, uh, I know we're going to dive deep into a, a few different uh, levels of conversation, but uh, talking a bit about you know your journey from um, you know the night that had happened eight years ago, and how the bounce back story was so strong to where you are today and what the future holds for you is something that's inspiring not only to me but so many people that I've heard that have been speaking about you as well and I know you had a, uh, a run into uh, our CEO and group founder as well uh, a while back at a speaking engagement that's how actually we're, we ended up being connected because uh, he was inspired with your story over there and I think eventually it was Mark that had reached out had a conversation we had a mutual client that we were helping out with and then I got to know a bit more about your story and I thought I have to have you on as a, as a guest so Thank you so much for actually being here. I, I really mean it. Oh, thank you very much for having me. And we we live in a world where we're all connected now. And if we want to grow, we've got to connect more. Yeah, right. So we, it, we, we meet not as an actor. It's, it's all on purpose. Mm. So we're sitting here. My, my book's right in the middle, being supported by something that no one can see. Of course. <laughs> and, and speaking about it as well, like let's, let's look at uh, even the title of the book, right? Legless to Legless. How did that title come up? Because when a lot of people see it at first glance, they go, 
legless to legless, okay, what's the, the real story behind something like this? Like, do you want to shed a bit of light for our viewers in terms of what's the backdrop story behind uh, the, the title of the book, first of all? Yeah, so legless to legless, it, it, it people will question it because they go, what, what, what does this mean? And yep. then you see a visual picture of me lying there. It kind of gives a hint as to what it means, but the term legless, the first legless, m might not be understood as much only until you dive into the book. Mm -hmm. Let me take you back to 2012. Yep. I was just like any other young kid. I don't know, you call 29 year old young, I do. But oh, we still do. We, call <laughs> we have to call 40 year olds young because they happen to be our clients. <laughs> so, so we have to call everyone young, so it's okay. Twenty nine's very young then. Yeah, so I was having, I was, just, I was just having fun, right? Mm -hmm. My typical week would be gym, drink, mm. and when I mean drink, I mean drink to to the point where I'll vomit, to the point where I'll lose memory. And really, that was my, that was my typical weekly. Session. So, like what we were talking about earlier, blackout or get out. Yeah, blackout or get out. Yeah, what's 100%. the point of drinking if you're not going to go exactly, hard? Exactly, exactly. So, that was my mentality. Yeah. But I also loved training. Mm. So, it was kind of, I saw it as a, a, a way to balance things out, right? Yeah. So, I'm not drinking all the time, but I'm also trying to look after my health, where going mountain biking, going to the gym or whatnot. Mm. But I did that to drink. Yep. Blackout or get out, as you say. Yeah, yeah. So it was just like every other normal day on December 9th. Mm -hmm. Getting ready to go to a new club. I've never been to this club. So mm -hmm. I wake up in the morning, you know, all, all hyped up. I, I, if, if I remember correctly, a couple of days before, I would have had a drinking session. So it's a normal day. Normal weekend. Yep. So I wake up, get ready, looking forward to the night. And as night approached, we went to the club. Friends, everything was as it should. Hmm. I'm living to the moment, living at the moment. Yep. Drink started to come on the table. I'll drink whatever was on the table. Sure. So you're yeah. a bit like what I used to be like as well. Just drink anything. Yeah, whatever. Whatever's in front of my face, yeah. it will go into my stomach. Yep. And I'll dance. Not that I can dance, but, you know, when there's a little bit of alcohol involved, you think we you're... We all become decent. Yeah. <laughs> you, know? you, you think you're, you're the next American top dancer or whatever the show was called. Yep. And... One after the other. I woke up. Three weeks later. I woke up, not knowing where I was, but all I remembered was, I saw my mother and brother there. And they were smiling. Or they were... I guess they were just happy to see my eyes open. Mm -hmm. But I, 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 I didn't know what was going on. Well, I knew I was in a bed in a white room, white ceiling, 
and a, a thin blanket and it slowly fell off right at the end mm-hmm. but the funny thing was I told my mum to take my socks off yeah but she looked at me You don't have legs. But you see, I still felt like I had my legs. I still felt I had my socks, my shoes on. Wow. But when I looked at the end of the bed, there was a sudden drop off Mm -hmm. of the sheet. But I was still calm about it. Yeah. I guess you could say it was all the drugs that was I induced during that that induced coma. Mm-hmm. Oh, I woke up on Boxing Day too. Yep. So, I guess that's a present for my family. Present for the world at this stage. Yeah. Um, but I was, I was fine with it. That is. I was fine with it at that moment. That that's insane. Imagine. So we just backtracking a little bit here. We're at the club. We're having a good time, and then the next thing we have consciousness or memory of is that bed waking up on that bed and yeah. seeing mum and brother and so i had a missing s- section of my life yeah that time when i got blind drunk mm-hmm. to the time i woke up in on boxing day yeah so in between that time it's a blank canvas and i i kind of feel that up yeah it's not that i want to remember everything yeah i believe it's a good thing that i don't remember what happened everything happens for a reason as i see it and it was it was a shock only a couple of days later mm-hmm. so as uh, as i said i was i was coming off the the medication, the pain medication. Mm-hmm. And when I gathered the story of what had happened, I was involved in a car accident. Yep. 150 kilo- 155 kilometers into the telegraph pole. Wow. That's insane. Yeah. It was, I was the very fortunate one in an unfortunate scenario. Mm-hmm. The front passenger, she died. Yep. And the driver, my mate, he suffered severe head injuries. He got flown to Royal North Shore and I got flown to Westmead. Mm-hmm. And that's where they did the life-saving surgery. Yep. And where I woke up. But I was still in that phase where everything was all normal. I clearly remember that I could walk. Yeah. And I told the doctor that who was looking after me, I said, hey, can I go home? Mm-hmm take a taxi go home I'll come back but he looked at me and said you, you can't walk I go no I clearly remember I clearly remembered jumping off a bed caught a taxi went home and I came back and I'll be back yep I go no you can't walk but I was still in my 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 reality yeah so was that because you think maybe there was a there was a level of shock that was involved where coming to terms with the reality that you're used to and let's say now at the snap of a finger you've got a completely new world at your feet or let's say at where your feet used to be um, 
that, that was pretty smart. I just came up. Yeah, that, no, no, I didn't plan that. Gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, coming to this reality, is that where you, you had this uh, idea where you wanted to try and merge what had happened from the past versus what you still wanted to accomplish? Because if you could say, I'll get up, just grab a cab and I'll be back. And then you were met with saying, you know, here's the reality. You can't do all those things. You can't walk. How did you come to terms with actually realizing that in the new physical reality we're in, we can't walk the way we used to before? Yes, so I was in my reality, yeah, and I, I was still optimistic about it. I go, no, I can, I can walk. I'm not going to listen to this doctor. But it was only until I was in ICU a couple of days later. I was still in ICU, but I moved. Mm-hmm. That I wanted to use the bathroom, but bear in mind, what I'm all hooked up with wall catheter tubes, right. uh, intravenous lines. But I still needed to go to the toilet. That's what I told myself. Yep. The nurses weren't in the room and the bed was raised and the bar on the side was dropped down. So I got, you know what, I'm going to use a toilet. So I shuffled to the side of the to- raised bed and... Mm-hmm. Oh my goodness. I was, I was literally on the ground. And that's where the nurses ran in. Yep. And they said, what are you doing? I wanted to use the bathroom. Yep. I said, you can't. And that's when I realized, I think I know that now. Yeah. That, that's where they helped me put me back onto the bed. Yeah. Is At it, that moment, that was when reality did hit. Yeah, the physical reality. The physical reality. So what I thought when I woke up, I realized that that was all my imagination. And when I attempted to walk, mm-hmm. I failed miserably. I fell off a raised bed. Mm. And that was a big shock. That made me come crashing down. Yeah. Come crashing down to reality. I didn't... I didn't know what to expect. Mm-hmm. I did think back why why me I did go into that depressive state mm-hmm. starting to think I'm useless no one's gonna love me what can I do now I dragged myself down to that state Mm-hmm. but it was only I that could pick myself back up and get out of it mm-hmm. crawl out of that dark hole but it, the question was when will I do that yep. typically you could stay in your dark hole until you feel it's ready and people on the outside they won't question it in my case because they can visually see I've lost my leg mm. people won't question oh, why is this guy so sad yeah. no, they can see why I'm so sad if I choose that route but I didn't choose that narrative for my life I chose to pick myself back up only a couple of days while I was doing the ICU, recollecting my thoughts, 
I go, why do I have to hold myself into that negative state where I could look forward to doing what I could possibly do? Mm-hmm. So I whacked out the iPad. Yep. I start searching for legs. I didn't know what I was searching for. Yeah, right. I just write legs, robot legs. And you see, you, know, you see Terminator T eight hundred. You go. Oh this my is goodness! It. Yeah. <laughs> this is it. Absolutely. <laughs> but this is the whole world of prosthetics. Is amputee was totally new to me, so yep. I did not know what to search for. And how was the tech back in twenty twelve? Um, it was good. Um, I'm thankful that technology advances really fast mm. at a fast pace. Yep. So I did not know what I was looking at, but all I knew was I'm going to have mad robot legs. Yeah. And a mad carbon fiber. Um, a socket that will fit around my leg. Yep. And that was my vision. That was my. That was my. That was something to drive me to get out of bed and start walking. You know, just to show off my medal. Yeah, the real medal. The real medal. Yeah, fantastic. And. But, as we know, when we think at that moment, it always. It's not what it is. Ahead. In saying that, I did feel conscious of my body. Mm-hmm. I felt conscious of people looking at me. I felt conscious of people talking about me. Yep. When I got home, after I got discharged, I, I, I wanted to stay at home. Yep. I didn't want to go out. So I bought... Home, home gym equipment just to train mm-hmm. I try to train as much get back to my routine of being fit although with no legs so I just did what I could yep so it was and initially without getting the the, the tech legs come in as well yeah let's say you had to was it mainly just wheelchair bound it was for that time that, that's correct it was wheelchair bound and I was very conscious it was more of a physical appearance what people would look at me yeah and being not independent mm-hmm. having someone to look after me pushing me I didn't want to I didn't want the world to see me like that yeah but you know kids mm-hmm. they're very unfiltered aren't they absolutely 100% yeah, so what happened was I was at the shops getting wheeled around and this little kid came up. What happened? <laughs> Pointing. Blunt, point blank. Point blank. Like, like just yeah, straight away, what happened? I'm, I'm was this at the park? Or? No, this was at the shops. At the shops? This at okay. The shops. And, and how soon after the actual event? This was probably, probably around... At least six months after. So six months after. So yeah, you'd already six, come to terms with it. Yeah. Six months after being discharged. Yep. Trying to get my life back on track. This little kid mm. comes into my life. And opens my my eyes. Opens my mind. Mm-hmm. Because after he said that, his mum came. Oh, sorry, sorry. Like, thinking it's rude. I'm going, no, it's it's fine, it's fine. It's curious. Yeah. It's like the innocence of a child, yeah. right? It's quite pure. It might be blunt, but at least it's pure, coming from a, a pure place. 
Ooh, it's totally pure. It's not being corrupted by the surroundings. So they say what they want to say. But do you feel an element of us viewing it as pure, or you at that time viewing it as pure, is also to the fact that you yourself view things in a pure light? What if you were a bitter person, would you have viewed it the same way? I feel it's a testament to how you are as a person as well, that you viewed it in a pure state despite what negative connotations there might be around surrounding things like this. Yeah, I, 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 viewed, it, I viewed it in a in a really, really positive state because it opened my mind into thinking, wait a minute, if this kid can come up and say straight up what happened, mm. start pointing, why should I have to worry about what older people mm-hmm. have to say? Even though I had all these eyes going past me, like, or it's not, not of, I think it's disgust, but it's probably, probably more curiosity mm-hmm. how come this guy's got no legs and it, it kind of throws you off you know if you get a lot of eyes looking at you yeah but this little kid made me change that perception mm-hmm. it's like I don't need to care about what anyone thinks I just gotta be me yep. and that's the beauty about being me I didn't lose myself prior to the accident I was always this joyful happy positive guy yeah this time I've cut the alcohol my man yeah I cut the alcohol and I've got no legs but I'm still happy that's right I mean see you know the fact that this is what we were talking about earlier as well right Um, you're always the same happy go uh, lucky person you had your your big grin on your face I know all the time and if someone was to think of what's qua like, the first thing that would come to my mind is happy, energetic, and he's uplifting to be around with. That's what would come to my mind. And I think it would be the same for the other guys in the office as well. But if that's what you were like before, and that's what you're like even after the event, I think it, it goes to show that there is a hidden ingredient when you hit that level of adversity to be able to bounce back, not eventually, but the unique trait I feel you had was bouncing back as fast as you did instead of waiting for it to take a toll on you for maybe two years or four years or five years. Because imagine living 29 years of your life uh, thinking that this is how life's always going to be, you know, having fun, drinking, doing whatever it is, what usual 29-year-olds do, well, yeah. most 29-year-olds. And then you've got a situation where, okay, reality's different, but I'm not going to be upset, you know, for more than a year or more than six years how did that happen where you bounced back so quick because I feel that's that's something that's a, an amazing quality to have yeah so it's it's perfect example of like like the dodge coin it's, dodge it's, coin yeah it's shooting up okay so, <laughs> what's the so, example here so so it's not a gradual increase it is actually skyrocketing yes that, that's how I feel for myself um, I didn't I learned to accept quickly I learned to not focus on the past. I learned to look forward. I learned to accept that now is reality. Mm-hmm. And I learned that if I was to hold my thoughts about should I, could I, would I, should I went to the crowd, should I drank, yeah, all right. past tense, I was to be in the past. Yeah, I won't be here having a chit chat with you mm. I won't be driving 
Mm-hmm. There, weren't, there were a lot of stuff that I won't be doing if I kept myself back in that state of mind, the past. Yeah. I chose to, all right, so it's happened now. I got I to gotta accept it and look forward to endless possibilities. Mm. That's why I said when I laid on the hospital bed, popped out the iPad and started searching for legs. Straight away. Because I, I, I had that mindset, of, right, I'm going to start walking again. Yep. And I'm going to make myself look, look the part yeah. of the new AI. And looking the part, I must give it to you, Kwa. You 110% do look the part. The legs look freaking amazing. <laughs> uh, legs look amazing. Your attitude's always been amazing, I'm assuming. But I feel you've catapulted where, you know, coming out with things like the book, speaking and inspiring people that are in tough spots. Um, before I get into another thing, which is I wanted to show the audience as well something really fun, which was the actual legs. Uh, I've got a little magic trick for you. Would you mind putting your hand out like this? Yeah. All right. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to snap my finger. And in a second, we're going to have a little thing pop up for us as a treat. All right. Cool. What in the world? How did, how did you get three and I only got one? This is this is not fair. Whoever did this. But anyway, oh, this is our treat. This is, you are special, of course. Um, wait, wait, wait. Can I test something? You want to give the crowd an ASMR experience? Yeah. Fantastic. This is nice chocolate. Yeah. It's very nice. I'll eat it later. Well, you got some reserves now, so you can definitely eat it later. Uh, but yeah, this is for us to, to nibble on in a bit. Uh, but what I wanted to talk about was, yeah, um, I actually completely forgot what I was saying. But that, that being said, we chocolates. have to talk about the chocolates, yes, and the legs as well. They look freaking awesome. And we were having a bit of a talk about this as well. If you were to give someone a fist bump, what's your preferred method of giving them a fist bump? Ah. Uh. Well, that's yeah. what I'm talking about. So this is our, our predominant leg. Yes, this is my predominant leg. And if you were to tell us a bit about it, what's the best way to describe this leg? Because I know it comes with an Adidas sneaker, but that's your, <laughs> that's your choice there, right? And you, the good thing is, I don't need to change my socks. Oh, and, fantastic. And my feet don't stink. Your feet will never stink? Ah, uh, one extra thing. Yep. I'm taller than before. What? How many inches did you add? I was at once 10 centimeters taller than I was, my original height. Mm-hmm. Now I'm 6 centimeters. Taller? Taller. Fantastic. I mean, <laughs> a lot of people would pay a lot for it. I know. Hey, you know when you're the same when you get old, you go shorter? Yeah. Not in my case. Not in your case. In fact, I mean, we could have an upgrade in here where we do a little yeah, shift yeah, and upgrade. pump it up. 100%. So we could get you six foot five as well. Yeah, we can. Oh. But then I've got to change some stuff then. I don't, know, I don't know if I want to be that high, but maybe one day. No, why I'm saying it is because then you can walk around really being like full-fledged Terminator, Arnold Schwarzenegger. Going ah, and then if someone decides to be annoying with you, you just go, whack, whack, bang, 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 bang. Say hello to my little big friend. Bang, bang, bang. And the good thing about um, this is the, heavy duty the, stuff. the next Terminator movie, if there is anything, mm-hmm. they don't need CGI they can just hire me. Absolutely, they can. Of course, <laughs> that's freaking amazing. And I know there's, there's, uh, you've got so a situation where you can plug the legs in. You can walk now, uh, which you have. We've been walking all around. How many years have you been walking for? Like, how many years have you had the legs for now? I've had the legs for over six years. Over six years. Six years. Yes. And so, the... in telling that, I'll take you back. I was in the world of amputees. I didn't realize that. It was hard to walk, mm-hmm. and my first time doing the rehab, 
I was wearing a socket. Yet yeah, this is this is the way to go. Socket carbon, as I mentioned, carbon fiber socket. It's gonna yep. look cool. I'm gonna show it off. Yep. But once I started doing the rehab phase, learning how to walk in, it was slightly difficult. I had blisters. I had pressure sores because there's a a foreign object around your stump. Yep. And I thought, all right, this is this is this is how it will be. You know, I'll I'll, I'll adapt to it. But my skin skin kept breaking down, mm-hmm. like, uh, and when it break down, it means that I couldn't wear my legs. So I had to be in my wheelchair for a couple of weeks. Oh my goodness! But that wasn't ideal. Yep. So I had to look at another alternative, and I remembered that my positus mentioned about this surgery called osseointegration, mm-hmm. where they implant a titanium rod into your bone, mm-hmm. so that takes away the socket. Right. The need of a socket. Yep. Basically, I can connect the leg that you see there. Yep. Straight onto the rod that's sticking out of my skin. Yep. So I had to inquire about that. Mm-hmm. And then, long story short, I got approved. Went for surgery in 2014. Yep. And never looked back. Fantastic. And has have the legs had any model upgrades or any software upgrades? Yes. Yes. I had upgraded legs. Fantastic. I had, uh, I damaged the legs. Yeah? How, how did you damage them? Obviously not drinking. No. Nope. <laughs> have you ever went to Hawaii? Yes. Do you know Waikiki? No. Okay, Waikiki is the main main center of Honolulu. Mm-hmm. Right, where I've heard of the Waikiki yeah. Resort. And the, yeah, so and that's, where, that's where the main attraction is, or the tourist area, right? Yep. And there's this diamond head crater. Mm-hmm. So that's a, a tourist where people can walk up the mountain and all that. And to see the site of Hawaii, Honolulu, yep. you can see like a beautiful view. And you can see the nice turquoise blue, turquoise blue ocean. Yep. yep. Well, I did that. I climbed up diamond head mountain. Mm-hmm. Diamond head crater, sorry. Yep. Uh, it's all in the book, but... Th- that's that's awesome. Though, yeah. But you, you climb them I, with... I, uh, like how, how was it with, with with legs or did you have to do it with arms or I, I, I climbed it with my legs yeah I climbed wow. it with I, I drove there mm-hmm. I parked there I got I spoke to the boom gate lady and she said oh this is not a disabled friendly environment oh, oh okay then let, let me go in anyway so she I didn't have to pay for five bucks score great that's <laughs> because great. she thought I was going to use it Little did she know that you've got a heart of gold. Uh, I said, you know what? Yeah. This is my last day here in Hawaii. Might as well. Mm-hmm. And it was the very last day on a Sunday. I was going to fly back on a Monday morning. Yep. That I tackled Diamond Head Crater. And it took me a good couple of hours. And I had people in awe. Mm-hmm. I had people giving me positive messages. Wow. While and they were walking up while, with you? While they were walking back down. And then I had someone, a. I had some, I met someone who was a, a, a publishing a publisher wow. of a magazine over in Hawaii and in America, and he followed me through my journey, and I did an interview with him too yep. for his for his magazine mm-hmm. Wasabi magazine over in Hawaii. Wonderful. So he followed my journey, and we're we're good friends now. That's amazing. That's but yeah, I reached to the top, took mad pictures. Mm-hmm. I know you're a camera fan. Yeah. You love your cameras. <laughs> I love You've my cameras. You've been telling us about it for oh, like half an hour. Because like you, you want to try, you want to try minimize your what you're carrying throughout that walk. So I had my small camera, a yep. small bag, 
and a little water bottle which I smashed yeah. because it was, oh my goodness it was it was torture yet rewarding mm-hmm. when I flew home as soon as I got home on a I left on a Monday I got home on a Wednesday I think time difference right mm-hmm. as soon as I got home my legs stopped working my legs literally died when I got home like stopped working in and the sense? The, the electronics oh. malfunctioned. Wow. Now, imagine if it malfunctioned when I was on the top of the mountain. Oh my goodness. I think I'll be doing a Zoom call right now. <laughs> <laughs> I'll have a long beard. I'll be like... Still there. Yeah, I'll be like um, that Tom Hanks movie. Cast Away. Cast Away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Wilson! I'm my own Wilson. Wilson! <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Oh. It was it was an amazing experience, and yeah. um, I I did push technology to its limits. No, I can imagine, and that's just comes from personality as well. You know, the fact that you're gonna still do whatever it takes. I feel having the whatever it takes mentality is important, yeah. and applying it to different facets in life. So, do you feel like the event? See, we know that whatever would have happened eight years ago, we know that it's it's tragic and everything. Yes, but everything that's come from it now and today. We look at what you've done. You know, we've got, let's say, an Amazon bestseller book. We've inspired kids, not only kids, but professionals, people that are older than you, younger than you. We're a, a gym owner as well, which I want to talk a little bit about, which is a, a, an awesome uh, gig to have, I, yeah. I personally feel. Uh, so I'll ask you a few questions specifically on that. But what do you feel is um, something that's the best thing that's come out of the adversity that, that, that happened in the beginning? Making people smile. Yeah. I think I've I've been given a a gift. I had to experience my adverse conditions mm-hmm. to find that and to share it to the world. That's why I got the book out. That's why I'm I'm speaking. Mm-hmm. That's why I'm I'm um, being on television, being on the radio getting my face out there to yep. share my story to inspire others to inspire millions yeah and I know you're not one of those dodgy guys that goes out there to share your story to you know to the millions so that you can sell the millions you're actually so upfront on us saying hey look here's my story I want to help purely for the sake of helping because if I can help you get out of a tough spot this is what I, my takeaway was having the brunch with you the other day is that you want to help people not just for the sake of doing something where it's yes there's an inspirational story and then we milk it for something like profit but you genuinely care about putting that smile on people's face and I feel people sense it around you man yes that's correct so my whole intention was not to sell products yeah. apart courses. from the bestseller book yeah apart from the bestseller book <laughs> buy now <laughs> buy, buy right now here. this is not sponsored by the book whatsoever <laughs> yeah but I I genuinely want to get my story out to help people who feel like they've been stuck in that dark hole for a while and to pick themselves back up. Yeah. To learn what I've learned through my journey. Accepting quickly, mm-hmm. forgiving easily, mm-hmm. and be physically fit. Those are the three main points that 
I've taken away throughout my journey. Correct. So I need to learn to be physically fit ASAP from you now. Then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good. Yeah. Fantastic. Hey, if you train with me, we don't do legs. <laughs> yes! <laughs> That's my favorite part. I skip. Actually, all sad legs are the best part of my body. I've actually got great quads. I'll show you later. No, I'm, I'm kidding. So, PG show, right? Well, actually, we, we realized that when we were um, initially putting things up on, on YouTube, that our channel happened to be a a kids only channel or like a kids supported channel so apparently it wasn't getting enough views where it was being shared around until a client came up and said hey take your channel off kids friendly and make it open to everyone so i'm sure we can have a, a few you know uh, giggles on here that are not only pg but i think we'll leave it at m not ma15 not r-rated for sure probably not r-rated i mean we already did r-rated we took the leg out and shot at the camera oh, that's very oh, r-rated yeah, 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 yeah. scarface true, was r-rated right? <laughs> Um, but going back to it, I wanted to share one thing that um, it's, I feel your story and, and just how awesome you are as a person, uh, it made me bite one of my own excuses when I come to think of it now that you mentioned those things. I'll share what I'm talking about. Uh, when we caught up for brunch on Sunday, I hit the bed at uh, 4.30 a.m. that day from the night before. Yep. Um, and when I was thinking, okay, cool, maybe Kwa will be nice enough to reschedule and push our brunch to maybe a lunch or something and something small struck my brain going look we're all business owners i'm a business owner you're a business owner we've all got busy schedules and making excuses is something that people almost take for granted like they make them all the time and and one thought that i had was in a way that you can inspire people is in a general way saying that if quark can do it what's stopping me you know, if some excuse is going to stop me from whether it's a sleeping in issue, whether it's putting the effort, you know, I feel you can inspire people on a bigger scale than just meets the eye with the physical fitness. Yes, that's because you put in the hard work, right? You go to the gym. Mm -hmm. I think we've even seen training videos of you pumping out some back or some arms. Um, but I feel even it's on not legs. I'm pretty sure it's not legs. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I mean, if, if, if you technically put a good software update on that thing, you could push beat Ronnie Coleman's uh, leg press as well, right? Yeah, 100%. <laughs> Fantastic. That's good. Uh, but but I feel there's there's so many hidden ways that you can inspire people. If people see you out and about, it's a, it's a gentle reminder to people themselves to say, what have I taken for granted in my life? Because let's say the event didn't happen whatsoever. Would being you know a, an upcoming property investor uh gym owner and author would that have been in the dialogue whatsoever do you think or do you think eventually would have been but not in the pace that it was already for you now that most likely that wouldn't been in the dialogue in my in my current dialogue if 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 i was to go back in time and not do what i did mm -hmm. i wouldn't not do what i did i mean I wouldn't change. Soon change anything. I wouldn't really. change narratives because everything happens for a reason. But if it didn't happen, uh, yeah, I, I wouldn't be. I wouldn't be leading this line of life. I wouldn't be having a book. I'll still be partying, you know, which is fine. It's not that it's wrong, yeah, but yeah, I mean, yeah, you, yeah, which you, is like, fine. you'd still be uh, like the the happy choir that everyone yeah. loves, personality-wise. That's correct. Um, but from the, the way you can inspire people now to be a better version of themselves, whether it's people going through something physically, I'm sure you'd have spoken with people that have had physical ailments. I'm sure you've spoken with people that have had mental ailments. Because sometimes if, you, if you've... See, it's different. What I feel is, it's personally, it's different 
if you've been all your life without legs, for example. Yes. And we were talking about this because you had 29 years where you had legs. Yes. And then if it changes, that's where I feel your ability to bounce back is what's important. So I feel you're inspiring people that face challenges on ongoing life because my philosophy is everyone almost has a similar level of problems, but you just don't get to see it. Everyone's fighting their own internal battles. Is that how you view the people around you as well? Or do you view it as, as different challenges need different mentalities? I believe it's all up to us. It all starts with us, yourself, mm-hmm. to tackle your own demons. Like That's the beauty about humans in general. We're all uniquely wide and different. Mm-hmm. How we tackle our problems will be different from how I tackle my problems, how you tackle your problems, how anyone tackles their problems. But by by sharing how I tackled my problems, that plants a seed mm. into you, into the next uh, Karen or whoever. Karen, the, the soccer mum who's 40. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Exactly. Sorry, Karen. <laughs> 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 sorry, Karen. I mean, yeah. <laughs> sorry, yeah. not sorry. Yeah. <laughs> that, that plants a seed. And, it, and that seed can grow and help them in a way where they'll step back and remember I've read this book mm. I've, I've seen this guy sharing his story on this podcast on this TV show on this radio station yep. what's my excuse yep. why am I holding myself back and that seed will grow to alter their decision making yep. for the better. Yeah. That's how I see it. Definitely. But it doesn't mean that everyone has to go uh, legless from the, the old sense in order to, to get somewhere. No. Definitely they can do it without the the drinking part. Yep, I went the hard yard, so yep. leave that to me guys. Yes. Um, and learn from it. And learn from it, exactly. Yes. Learn from yep. my 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 journey. It's not a mistake. It's yep. a journey. It's my journey. Yeah. Um it's taught me lots of valuable things throughout life. I've met incredible people, people who inspired me. In return, I've inspired others inadvertently just mm-hmm. by being me. For example, when you were talking about um, if people see me and they go, what, what is my excuse? Mm. That's what I do in the gym. Mm. I present myself that way where just yesterday I was cleaning at the gym I, I was cleaning at the gym yeah I'm not I'm not the boss who goes hey you do this you do that while I'm sitting back relaxing watching my fish tank <laughs> oh yeah I've got a fish tank and you gym. love your fish yeah. and you love your koi fish yeah, too yeah I love my koi fish <laughs> yeah you know it's funny one of our uh, marketing professionals on the team is wearing koi fish socks today oh, awesome. so I will show you them and, and then swap. maybe maybe you can just swap them like literally put them on your shoe because your, your pair is fresh so you can swap yeah, the coffee shop. We'll have to convince them. Maybe we'll give them back all these lollies they dumped on us. Let's <laughs> <laughs> see how it goes. Uh, but yeah, back to the story. So at the gym, you're speaking to people and you're not one of those bosses that yeah. does the active, like the, sorry, inactive orders. You do the active orders, yep. probably. Lead by example. Hmm. It's like a general in an, in a, in a, in an army. It's, you're, you're fighting your, your battles. <coughs> you're fighting your battles with your crew. Yep. You're not sitting in the sidelines giving orders. Yep. 
and that's how I implement my my nature into the gym and visually out of people's peripheral vision they could see that I'm putting the hard work to to make my gym what it is today mm. a gym where people would love to come fantastic and, and again that shows that what's what's my excuse perfect example what's my excuse not to put away the weights mm, like the, the nitty gritty yeah, inside the, the gym is not, yeah. I'm, I don't go hey you put it back or you get a fine yeah. I'm also hey I'm, 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 I'm a kind boss I'm a kind person yeah. hey you know if you use that weight could you put it back now <laughs> <laughs> but I feel even if you say it too nicely they'll think you're being so sarcastic that you're about to beat them over the head with, yeah, yeah, with maybe one of the legs just pull out the gun and just go bang oh well I, I get like veins popping out here oh, no. and I'll go could you put it back <laughs> So maybe that's a hint. You might see little veins popping, pulsating. <laughs> uh, yeah. But yeah, I don't tell them off. <laughs> Not too much. Like Not I, much. I mean, um, but see, going going back to to just being a business owner. See, the idea of prosperity points about uh, the point of prosperity, right? Prosperity point. So it's about yes, if there's a challenge, here's how you can overcome. It's more of a philosophy as opposed to saying this is what should be done. That's what should be done. So what I like the fact is that even even if, because I help people doing, let's say, property portfolios, building a successful uh, portfolio of property so that you can retire on, for example, passive income, so that you have more time to do what you want to do with your passion as opposing to having to work for a paycheck. So being a business owner is similar to being a property investor because if done correctly, it's all about your balance sheets, profits and losses. But what's the, the number one thing you love the most about being a business owner in 2021? Number one thing I love being a business owner. Well, I feel like it's not a business in my sense, in my realm of the gym. Mm -hmm. Yes, it is uh, for profit and loss, but I don't drag myself there because I need to be there. Mm -hmm. I drag myself there because I want to be there. Awesome. It's about the engagement. It's about the social creation that I I instill in the gym and then it, it flows onto my staff and it flows onto the members where they like to come and love to train and they know that there's that environment there at the gym that makes them want to go there. It's not only for the physical but it's also for the, the social connection, the mental side of things where they want to get out of their, their, they just finished their work, nine mm -hmm. to five work and they just need to socialize and what i've noticed is that the, the environment at a gym as opposed to the environment at a home gym or the covid work from home gym is so much more different people are at the gym number one i think for the mental reasons mentally to get out and about do something train in an environment where the energy is different as well do you feel that's why people come to the gym as opposed to the bodybuilders that have to but even people that just want to be fit and healthy right they still like the environment of the gym which is why i feel it's not going to go anywhere as a business in the next 20 years yes I believe so because there's a there's a difference when you're when you're tra training at home training by yourself it's you don't have that element of um, the people around you mm. that that social side of things where you could go up to the person and talk have a laugh yeah 
Like, how can I get that bicep? Yeah, exactly. And it's like, mate, you gotta work hard. Yeah, you stick a little bit of this in there. Fuck you. See, that's a cop out thing as well. People see people doing well, and they go, "Oh, he must have done something. Oh, he must have taken some supplements that I didn't take. Or oh, his diet's probably done by a, you know, an engineer, for example." Yeah, and it helps people trade ideas mm. in a sense, and and give them ideas. Mm. In order for them to improve, as I said, not everyone wants to be the next bodybuilder, but all it is just to be fit and healthy. Ronnie Coleman so, used to say, "Yeah, everybody want to be a bodybuilder, but nobody want to lift no heavy ass weight." <laughs> You've got the voice on too. Yeah. <laughs> lightweight baby, lightweight baby, oh, let's do go. it. <laughs> yeah, buddy. <laughs> Sounds like him, right? He Sounds does, like he, he was does. here. I trained a lot for that. But see, if I trained at the gym as much as I trained on that, I'd be fit, but I'm not. Hey, you got that, now you just got to match it with the body. That's it, yeah, exactly. Only give me about 25 years, and I'll get hey, there. Time is not an issue. I've, I've, I saw this lady on, on Facebook, she's 70, she's 91 years old, she's a personal trainer, a Japanese. Woman. 91? 91, and wow. she, she's fit as a fiddle. That's crazy. Yeah, and she, she's a personal trainer. And she's still running, running rings around people and to sit on the couches eating potato chips. So what is everyone's excuse then? Yeah, exactly. Um, and, and speaking about the gym as well, just going back to this point, what's the worst part of about being a gym owner? The worst part about being a gym owner? They say it's the smell. I but, had a feeling you were going to say that. Yeah, but... Because we were talking about it on the phone. But my nose is desensitised. Mm. So I, I can't smell anything. It smells beautiful to me. But when new people come in, they go, oh, this gym's big. How big is your aquarium in the gym? Oh, it's a four-foot. Okay. Four-foot tank with sick lids, warm water. I had a, a power outage yesterday, so I was very concerned for my fish. Cause not for the members of the gym. No, not for the members. They can wait. Their games can come later. So yeah, their games can come later. <laughs> well, fish, they need that warm water. Yeah. So I wasn't too sure when the electricity was going to come back. Mm-hmm. Luckily, it came back in a couple of hours, but that's something I don't want to lose. I've, I've taken care of it, and it, it holds me accountable because I bring that aquarium in, mm-hmm. and it's up to me to give the fish their best life. Yep. In a confined space, to the best of their life, the they could live. Their life, yeah. yeah, and that 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 kind of helps me align myself mm. to give myself responsibility to look after someone's life. Yeah, fishes. And, and I know you've got a pond at home. I think is it? Yeah, I got a pond at home. So. It, uh, it's filled with koi. Yep, koi. Fantastic. And koi. I know we were sharing some stories about koi as well. Some of them can grow massive, depending on the size of the environment. Yes. So then, is that just a microcosm for thinking that if you expanded your mental environment, you can be the biggest version of yourself? Hundred percent. There you go. That bubble. If you stay in that bubble. Hmm. If you stay in that, your group of friends you're in that bubble. Hmm. But if you expand that, your bubble grows bigger. You want at the end, you want to burst that bubble to be bigger than you are and to be bigger than you are you could be the voice mm-hmm. in my case be the voice to inspire other 
other people. That's the beauty about technology. Mm. We're so interconnected. It's a snap at our fingers on our mobile phones, login, yep. Facebook. You can connect to anyone. You don't need to send a snail mail like 20 years ago, right? Mm. Remember pen pals back then? Pen pals were crazy. Yeah, pen pals were cool. Um, I was waiting a couple of weeks just to get a, a, a cool, ping. Yeah, 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 yeah. A, a message. Oh, this is mad. Then I'll get a pen and paper, write it again, and yeah. send it off again. No, no, no. That's a lost art. I'm sure that it is still around, but these days people send an email. Bang. Yeah, of course. I mean, emails, texts. Um, it's 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 overtaken everything. But I think people would still enjoy that old school touch. You know, yeah. when there's a handwritten note. Now I look forward to the mailbox. <laughs> the real mailbox because yeah, mail before box. that used to be full of junk yep and then your emails all the important stuff it's the other way now it's the other way around mm. now you've got like 50,000 inbox messages oh that's how much I have yeah. a lot I need to delete it 50,000 not unread though not, right? um, <laughs> 50,000 unread mostly unread because they have a lot of junk <laughs> <laughs> okay yep. uh, a lot of junk and, oh my goodness um, but yeah the art of physical writing and um, giving out would be sweet cool what I'm thinking is we might need a quick cup of water are you a bit thirsty yeah alright let's do a magic trick okay what I'll do is hold your hand out here on the <laughs> side of the table uh, probably on, on on yeah that way and what we'll do is we'll actually get a cup of water at the snap of a finger you ready that's it yeah. alright three two one and there you have it just like that is this like a magic office or something mm-hmm it's definitely magical. Can it bring out cars? I wish. That's the only thing. There's no space for the cars. Oh, there's space. Make yeah. it bigger. Yeah, I will. That's that's why we're having you on here because we'll get enough views, we get enough views, we get enough business, and then we'll get enough money to get a bigger office. Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> now, so going back to, to to the gym as well, um, like tell us a bit about, for example, where is the gym? Where can people find you if they wanted to get in touch with um, uh, things fitness related? Ah, oh, so my gym is located in Warwick Farm, so I'm a part of a franchise. Warwick Farm, yep. Uh, Plus Fitness Warwick Farm. Mm-hmm. And if people don't know where Warwick Farm is, it's next to Liverpool. Yep. Just across from the race course. Yep. Yeah. And, but people can find me on heavily online presence. Yeah. Like if, if someone wanted to get in touch with either... Um, I uh, wanted to have a conversation about something either business related or uh, speaking related like where could they find you personally best place to find you like I've got a website kwanamtran.com hmm. and in that website it's got my social links Instagram Facebook TikTok yeah TikTok's cool how's TikTok been going yeah TikTok's good TikTok's good I haven't been posting as much but I should I think you would do quite well on TikTok yeah. I feel I feel you have a, a one of the most catchy personalities out there. Yeah, I, I love it. It's, it's really, it's really good to kill time. Mm-hmm. And LinkedIn, but yeah, if you go to kwanamtran.com, you see all my links there. Fantastic. Reach out to me. I'm I'm always I'm always active on mainly Instagram and Facebook. Instagram and Facebook, perfect. But the website will have links to everything. Yeah, anyway. that's right. Perfect. That's really good. And what I want to talk about was, see, uh, with being, uh, let's say, a gym owner, we've got uh, the idea of having, um, uh, you know, property investment being a part of your discussions as well. You're you're a fit person. Do you feel goal setting has had a big play in in your success so far? And what are some big goals 
you see yourself wanting to take off over the next five years from today? Over the next five years in the t- today, yes. Uh, first off, goal setting mm-hmm. is important. Mm-hmm. If you don't have a, a end goal to achieve, you don't know where you're going. Mm-hmm. In terms of directing yourself to achieve that. Where I want to see myself in five years, I want to see myself out of this COVID bubble and fly around and share my story. Yep. On a on a big stage, and just put a smile on hundreds of thousands of people. Yep. And also build my property portfolio. As you know, that I've already invested in one. Yep. And from there on. I'll connect with JR Prosperity to grow from that. That's yep. my goal, to have many streams of income. Yep. To to set my financial, to be more financially free, hmm. to know that I've got a revenue of income, passive income, and I don't need to worry about that next week's bill. Yep. I don't have to look at my bank account and worry about if I have enough to buy a Macca's meal. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I mean, a, a Big Mac meal, a small Big Mac meal. So uh, expensive now. Used to be five dollars ninety five. Remember? Yeah, and for a full small Big Mac meal, and, and now a Big Mac like six. That, that's true. Yeah. Now it's so tiny. Yeah. It's like, oh hello, tiny burger. My favorite <laughs> order at, at McDonald's is three Big Macs with extra Big Mac sauce <laughs> and the burgers, and two chicken and cheeses on steam bun. <laughs> I mean, I'm a health person, so I don't eat. Yeah, Macca's. exactly. Yeah, that's that's right. That's right. I mean, you want you want, you want the members of your gym to be fit and healthy from their diet perspective as well, right? Yeah, it doesn't help this KFC right in front of my gym. So oh, yeah, it's like a perfect post-workout meal. Yeah, I know. When you open the door, you get the smell coming in. Well, Ronnie used to enjoy a couple of Big Macs sometimes. Mm, I do, but and one. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> one an hour. No, yeah, one an hour. <laughs> <laughs> What's up? Yeah. Um, go, going back to let's say lifestyle the way it is now, right? So we've talked a little bit about the adversity. We've talked about yes, obviously, you know, goal setting and your future goal of being able to speak to people on a, on, a, on a bigger stage. I see that as one hundred percent happening. What about having some fun along the way? So I know that with the legs, you've actually still been able to drive and enjoy your passion of driving with cars. What are some of the, the, the most fun cars you've driven till date? I've driven. Audi, Audi R8. The R8s, yeah. I've, yep. I've driven a Ferrari, Ferrari the, 488. The 488 yeah. GTB, look and, at that. Um, AMG GT. That's the nice yeah. one, yeah. What else? A luxury car. Oh, um, a Bentley. Yeah, the four-wheel yeah. drive? Yeah, the Bentayga. Bentaygas. Yeah, mm-hmm. nice, nice cars. Even from, I think I've driven, driven the R35. Mm-hmm. So that was one of the tests. Because I was in a high performance car mm-hmm. accident. It was a That was a high performance car. Yeah, it was a it was a Skyline or not Skyline, a R thirty five GDR. Wow. I had to I had to see if I get any flashbacks. Yeah, yeah. I was to jump in a similar car. And I did that. And nothing triggered. So I was like yeah, I'm still here. I love my cars. I love my cars. Yeah, let's, <laughs> yeah, let's do it. Yeah, yeah. That's right. I'm not going to discriminate because I was in one and it, it, it crumbled. But yeah. But, but, but I think living life um, alcohol-free and having that freedom knowing you're always able to be on, um, it's something that I've done very recently. 
Uh, not nowhere near as long as you have. I don't know how long you've been alcohol free for though. For eight years. So pretty much the whole time. Yeah. Fantastic. And I don't think we regret a single day. No. I don't think you would regret a single day either. No. From no. all the eight years. No. I. I enjoyed being that bird's eye perspective when I go out with my friends and they're drinking. Mm. Because you see how many silly stuff they do. And I'll just laugh. <laughs> I used to be this person. Yeah. <laughs> now I'm the designated David who has to drive people home. Yeah. But I don't mind. I love driving. But at least they're in safe hands. Yeah, exactly. That's Which the main thing. Which is good. And a, and a very solid leg as well. Yeah, solid leg. I know people might freak out. Hey, why is the guy got no leg driving a car? Mm. That's the funny thing about saying no legs. What does my number plate say? That's it. That's the trick. So I think we might even put a snippet for people to see of what your number plate looks like. Um, just so that they can make the, uh, the the understanding known that if they do see the number plate zipping around town, they'll know that's quite straight away. Yeah, 100%. Um, so that'll, that'll be pretty cool. And, and in terms of the next chapter of what you're seeing yourself achieve now is you've got a situation where we've, we've got um, all these things in place like the speaking engagements uh we're talking a bit about the book uh with with the book as well it, what's what's some interesting feedback you've gotten on the book so far from people around you saying oh i didn't know this about you or or i didn't know your personality had this or your backstory was either this tough or or this easy what was something interesting you found from the book's perspective what i found people saying is it's the emotional roller coaster that they that i bringing them through mm-hmm. when they were reading it because that was my whole objective to have it from the highs to the lows to the highs to the lows but always end up with the high yeah high being positive low being in that in that tragic moment mm-hmm. but people could see that when they're reading it they know that's me mm. so if you were to read my book we had that conversation through branch now, then you go, wait, that is quiet. Mm. And you could mentally picture it in your head, with my voice probably in your head talking. Yeah, well, <laughs> that's not how we have one. to. Not the Ronnie Common one, no, no. It will be your one. It will be my voice. Yes. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. So it transpires into the book. Fantastic. That's awesome. And uh, I think with even the period that was... Um, that was that was blanked out you know the, the the three weeks where it got a little tough to have any jogging memory there i think you were doing an, an engagement once and someone had from from i think the scene or someone from the night you had ended up uh, encountering with them i think it might have been uh, an officer sean or something yes that that is correct so he reached out to me on facebook mm-hmm. he found me yeah and this was going towards eight years Eight years since the accident. Yeah. And I find I finally met up with him. He came to my gym and I was so I had a roller coaster of emotions. I hugged him. This was during COVID too, so So that's I, even more emotional. Yeah, more emotional. Yeah. And he helped paint my canvas mm. a bit of my canvas, my blank canvas, as to why it happened. Originally, I thought throughout those seven years, I thought I was behind the passenger, not the driver's side. Mm. I assumed that because the front passenger, she died. Yep. And there was no way I could be 
on that side, I would have been dead. Yep. That was far from the truth because what Sean told me opened my eyes. Mm. He got there. And I was behind the passenger side. Yep. The roof was squashed down. There's no room for the back passenger to survive off that. What made me survive was my head sticking out of the back window. My goodness. My head was sticking outside of the window, the quarter window. And the roof was collapsed. And I was screaming in pain. Get me out of here. Mm. Get me out of here. I don't remember that, but he helped me paint that picture, which I'm forever grateful for. Him and the crew, the fire emergency crew, whoever was there that day. Yeah. That's something I could never forget. Of course, uh, he must have. Um, he must have been so proud to see what you were up to all these years. And how you would have coped because it would have been the first time that he would have reached out in all these years. Yes. And uh, he would have been so happy to see you and maybe surprise you at the 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 gym. And and he, he the only reason he found out about me was when I appeared on the T V show Taboo. Wow, okay. Yeah. So that's when they put two and two together and realised that was the person they saved. Wow. And I guess they were very, very happy to see where I am today. Of course. Yeah. And like you said in the beginning, right, everything happens for a reason. Everything happens for a reason. Yeah. And for him to reach out at that pivotal moment and to help fill that canvas ever so slightly. I don't need to fill it all up. I don't need to remember why it happened. Hmm. But to know that I'm alive because of them I'm forever thankful for fantastic and I think that goes back to your philosophy right uh, being grateful is a value that you share being thankful um, you know knowing that the future is always brighter than right now we're in control of our destiny and speaking of philosophies you've been doing something interesting with uh, with a special I think ninth Dan Master uh, recently, but I don't know if you're okay to, to share this aspect of your life as well because I find it extremely exciting because uh, this is more prosperity point than anything, which is the mental side of things and general awareness. So, how's the spiritual enlightenment process going for you as well? Yes, that's amazing because the ninth band master, my mentor. Oh, so I did get it right, I didn't yes. muck it up. No, right? no, okay. that's, that's correct. In, in karate, ninth band master in karate, yep. so it's one of the highly coveted um, awards that any karate master can uh, receive. His name is Hanshi Dino Naidu. Mm-hmm. Hanshi itself is pretty yes, high up. Yes, Hanshi is a referral. Um, I'm, not, I'm, I'm very vague in it, but it's like master. Basically. Yeah, because I think I think ninth dan uh, is the ultimate in karate, isn't it? Uh, there's tenth dan. There is? Okay. Yep. And the tenth dan in Australia is Tino's Soprano, which mm-hmm. is he's he's known as the karate father of Australia, and he's 
Kate Sobrano's father. Wow, okay. So the, the singer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he awarded Hanshi the ninth band. Wow. Yeah, and so Hanshi does spirit mind awareness, which mm-hmm. I'm involved in. Thou meditate, meditation, lifting your higher consciousness. Mm-hmm. We have seven levels of consciousness. We start from the conscious to subconscious mm-hmm. and so forth, higher levels, super consciousness, and it all leads to the divine. Mm-hmm. We all seek that di- divine truth, and divine is love. Mm. So I'm on that journey to help me ground myself, to slow things down. We live in a busy world. Yep. And it's time to, sometimes it's good to step back listen to yourself and with meditation to lift your conscious to slow down mm-hmm. your surroundings and focus on yourself and I believe that that's helping me propel for future future goals mm-hmm. future life settings just to be grateful for everything. I'm very mindful, I'm very aware of living organisms around. More so after you started Spirit Mind Awareness? Yes. Spiritual Mind Awareness? Yes, exactly. Okay. I'm at the backyard. Yeah. I'm just looking at little ants. Yep. Feeding. While I'm playing with the fish tank and there's, there's, there's little worms that come out of the, the filter. Mm-hmm. They're good for the biological filtration. Yep. But I need to clean the filter. And when those little, little tiny, tiny worms that you might squirm at, mm-hmm. they're just stuck there on the concrete. But you see the ants just go and grab them. That's yep. their food. Yep. And I'm just in awe just to see they're working as a team to to gather to evolve this world. Yeah, like the circle of life yeah, thing as well, right? Life. Exactly. Yep. That's exactly right, the circle of life. And this last week, mm-hmm. I took a picture of four small ants eating a bull ant. Really? Yes. It's a it's an amazing it's an amazing sight in the sense that it's like the David and Goliath battle. <laughs> yep. Small versus the big, or a group versus one. Yeah, well, like four Davids and Goliath. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> taking down, and it resonates with like you know, taking down the big corporations. If something happens with a lot of people who can mm. take a corporation, I was watching this, that movie that I mentioned. Yeah, yeah. Yep, Dark Waters. That was exactly yeah. like that. We talked about the other movie as well. Stark Waters and um, we're talking about... Yes, the other one. One of the film crew, the church scandal. Yep, 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 yep. Uh, Spotlight. Pitt. Spotlight, yep. So Spotlight, Spotlight and Dark Waters, yeah. So Dark yeah. Waters, yeah. Yep. Exactly the same analogy. Fantastic. There's so many analogies going on in this podcast. You've got that, you've got the koi fish expanding its awareness, getting into the bigger and better version of yeah. itself. Groups taking down the, the big giant. Uh, I think it's, um, it's it's good stuff. And what do you what do you feel 
resonated as a microcosm from seeing those four ants try and tackle the black. Did you get to see the outcome? Who ended up actually winning? Did they pull him apart? Yeah, they pulled him apart. Oh, wow, okay. So they pulled his... his little Antlers? Pincer. Yeah, pincer. Pincer, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. They pulled her apart. So oh. They were eating him. <laughs> well, there you go. They were eating him. But by doing spirit mind awareness, I'm, I'm more grateful for every living creature, every mm. living thing. So if there's a cockroach, I try not to squash the cockroach. I try move along now. A spider. I see a spider. I won't. I won't use a spray can. I'll just. I'll just look at it. Oh, you're just doing your thing. It's all right. You're not hurting. You're uh, doing. Unless hurting. it's in the gym, because then you're going to kill it. To keep yeah. the members safe. <laughs> or you'll just get. You'll organize someone to look after it and take it outside. Yeah, exactly. That's the best I, thing. I, 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 so I'm more aware of that, and great. That's the great thing about diving into spirit mind awareness every life has a purpose yeah we're all energy mm. if we look deep into ourselves every single thing around is energy yeah i've read something really interesting that you know i don't know if you know Rhonda burns books you know the secret um and then uh, where you've got the power of being grateful gratitude brings about more success and then there's another book called the greatest secret and apparently it's just that you are not your body you are not your brain you are not you know the physical you are just awareness that's what you actually are and when i saw something like that it just clicked going that yeah it does sort of make sense that all we are is awareness so why not be more aware Mm -hmm. and then hence be more understanding it follows on from what you're saying right now yeah it's it's amazing. Once you once you expand your mind, mm-hmm. you appreciate everything more. We're all we're all on this fragile earth to help each other. Mm. Although we're in flux with with all the bad, but positivity is a powerful thing. Yep. And that's where I believe I could influence. That to change one person's life. If you change that one person's life, that is the whole world to them. Mm, that's the whole world to them, that's exactly. The yeah. to them. That's why perspective is important yep. as well. Exactly. Yeah. And you never know whose who's life they're changing in the process as well. 100%. It's like the domino effect. You knock one domino or... Yeah. Or, or it's like... Um, I don't know. There's this, this one story about a, a farmer taking two buckets on his shoulder and... I don't think he was able to to have it go all the way up the mountain. So every time he'd reach up the mountain, half the buckets used to be empty, so he had to make too many trips going up and down with the buckets each side. But then he realized because so much water was leaking out, over the years he realized that he was watering the garden along the mountain the whole time. So yes, all those extra trips gave extra water to the garden, and there were beautiful flowers along that journey. So from every hardship, you never know who's being impacted in a positive way as well. That's a perfect, perfect analogy yeah of thank you I'm so of proud giving. of that yeah of giving yeah. inadvertently giving inadvertently giving yeah, yes he thought it was a negative thing but in return it was a it was something that a beauty in disguise hmm life grew yep yep which is which is awesome and um, I thank you once again so much Kwa for, for your time jumping on Prosperity Point I'm looking forward to having you on here again so that I can just get to say that, yep, before <laughs> TEDx, before all this was all done, 
I got quiet in the beginning, and I got him after the international stage as well, once the borders are open. But next time you might have to speak to my, my managers and all that. No, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> <laughs> I'll give you my personal number. Yeah, I need the personal number. That way I can say, hey, I got this chocolate still, it's still here. Uh, okay. but yeah, sorry, Sean, I'm, I'm too busy filming filming my next fifth movie. You're filming... I'll, 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 I'll make time for you. You're probably filming like Terminator 25 by yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, 100%. So, Terminator 25 with, with some of these bad boys. So. Yeah, I'll, I'll be upgraded by then too. Yeah, we'll be upgraded. <laughs> I'll, uh, uh, but like, uh, being honest, from the bottom of my heart, it's been an absolute pleasure having you on here, and I thank you so much for your time. I hope everyone watching out there, you guys can take some some hidden gems away in your own version of Prosperity Point, whatever that is. But uh, thank you for staying tuned as well. Really appreciate it, and uh, we we'll look forward to having you back again soon. Yeah, great to be a part of it. Awesome. Let's do it. <laughs> and then it's time for our. Leg bump. Oh my goodness. This one's a strong one. Yo! <laughs> this is so cool. This one's the, the heavy hitter. Yeah, if, the heavy if, hitter. If someone looks at you funny across the street, you can literally fling this and they will die. They will die, but then before they die, they have to give me back my leg. That's right. Or maybe you have to... Yeah, oh, you're true. It'll be yeah. hard to hop around. Have to, hey, before you pass away, pass my leg back. Yes. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> but you've got one that's like the proper shotgun and this one's more like the uh, the pistol. Yeah. It's like a little pistol here. Funny thing, I use that as a pew, croquet, pew, pew. croquet stick. Croquet stick? Yeah, if you watch Taboo, mm -hmm. this leg was used as a croquet stick to hit the ball. Oh <laughs> my goodness, okay. That is awesome. And and with, with shoes, um, uh, obviously they, I think they're both the same size as well, which is cool. Do you, do you still enjoy uh, picking up a, a decent collection of sneaker kicks? I no, not really, because I could lit. I I don't really change any shoes. I have a couple shoes, but mm -hmm. I don't really go shopping for shoes. Maybe we've got to gift you some driving shoes because you love driving. Ooh, driving so if we give you driving ones that fit with with the legs as well, that'll be fun. Mm, I might be running faster too. Who knows? I don't know. Software upgrade will always help with that. Though. Yeah, <laughs> it'll be good. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, thanks so much once again, and um, we're all good to wrap up. Let's finally eat our chocolate. Oh yeah. Mmm, yum. <laughs>